This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. And that would that be? He asked fiercely, blowing a random smoke cloud in the shape of the Eiffel Tower. Civilian? Because that's what the class was in Team Fortress Classic. Oh, because her parents died, the 10th class is orphan. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, isn't that a class in Dark Souls? No, you're thinking of the waste of skin. It's Friday Night Fan Fiction Season 12. Super hilarious, mega funny intro bumper or whatever. So anyways, y'all remember 27 years ago when the pandemic started and we all decided that it was time to learn how to make bread and then we'd be able to share the bread when we got together during the summer of 2020? And then the 2020 never ended? I'm so glad I spent 2020 learning Chinese so that I could prepare for our Chinese overlords. I'm echoing Logan's sentiment because I was studying Japanese to go on my honeymoon with my wife and then Japan's been closed for two years. And now you have plenty more time to keep studying Japanese. Yeah, you'll be our expert. Yeah, well, it really doesn't have the same zeal. Because you just have to learn all the different ways that they can tell you you cannot enter our country yet. Yeah, it's time for you to start learning conjugations. There's only one way. You get off the plane, they throw up the X, and then you go back to America. I always figured it was more like a tri-beam. Like he shoots it out of his hands, but it's an X. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. That's some hot takes, Logs. <laughs> this is Friday Night Fan Fiction, season 12. Hooray. 12. God, 12. we're old. Yay. It's only been two weeks and then another like 20 weeks on top of that. Yeah. How long was this hiatus supposed to be? We were supposed to come back at the beginning of September. September 1st. And it's now October 13th. Boo. You made me come back on a 13? Oh, I can't do that. Yep. Why? All right, season's canceled, everybody. Well, no, we can't come back on a 13. Why? Because it's superstitious or because that's your age? <laughs> do, you know, do you know how... <laughs> do you know how superstitious hospitals are? We literally don't have a 13th floor or any rooms numbered 13. And that's not just hospitals, though. That's hotels and, like, apartment buildings, too. Yeah. In Japan, it's the number four. Oh, that's unforgivable. Because it means death. Yes. Shine. She. 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 12. Boo. 12. Four times three is 12. So during the time in between the last episode and this episode, in five words or less, describe what you've gone through, starting with Logan. Uh, colonoscopy. Nice. Uh, (laughs) insides dying. Do you, okay, is that your five uh, and and two of the five are us? Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Sean. Work. 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 Okay. David. All right, so I did a lot. <laughs> all right, so I He's did not, all right. a lot. Yeah. Don't hate on my efficiency. I'm not. A lot is not an actual... That's, that's two words. It's still one word. It may be written out as two. It counts as one word. For me, COVID, daycare, closure, no birthday. That was way more than five. COVID, daycare, closure. No, you said closure. for me. 
No, fuck <laughs> off. Birthday is two words. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're actually on my side about the a lot, so really I'm just saying that to Logan. <laughs> Dave, do you have an internal calculator for like, X host agrees with me on this, therefore I will give them an allowance of how much leniency before I backstab them? Uh, yes, I am constantly adjusting my balance sheet, waiting for one of you to fuck up. That's why his head is so large. <laughs> it's filled with all the brain thoughts. Yeah, it's true. And they're constantly leaking out of that. That's why I have diarrhea of the mouth. Yes. <laughs> no, David, you don't have diarrhea of the mouth. You didn't recreate the diamond and pearl music using the damn default Cubase trumpet. That's true. I didn't do that. I'm a good man. I'm irrationally upset about this. Why? As somebody who got conned into buying expensive samples because the first material I made, like, music-wise, that I wanted other people to like, they said, oh, well, this music sounds like crap because your instruments sound like crap. And then I went out and spent, like, $17,000 on a bunch of different plugins and sample sets, having them use the default Cubase trumpet sample in an authentic Nintendo Pokemon game. It just spits in the face of my entire musical advancement. You sound upset. Do you have a number I can call? Twelve. <laughs> All right, let me dial twelve and see what happens. Uh-oh, he's going to do it. Twelve. 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 Calling twelve. Here, hoi, hoi. They picked up and nobody said anything. Did you call a robot? We found the Illuminati. Hello. Thank you for calling the Illuminati. Sorry, we can't come to the phone right now. Please leave your credit card information so that we may ascend to a higher plane. Oh my god. Did you hear about the person who's willing their life insurance policy to Donald Trump? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. It's real. That's somehow worse than the Cubase trumpet thing. <laughs> Anyways, here's Wonderwall. Actually, no, here's some Team Fortress 2 fan fiction. Today is gonna be the day that Scout and Heavy get together. I think they do. I've only skimmed this. They go and then they suck cock and they suck cock with you. Because in the story, it is about a threesome with Heavy and Scout and a you. And I will post the link in the fanfiction and episode chat, which is new. And a reminder, if you have a patron still, which, by the way, thank you very much. For if still you have being- a patron still? Yeah, if you have a Patreon, sorry. If you are still a patron on our Patreon. Yeah, there we are. Oh, boy. And excellent TF2 story collection of good original stories. Mm. If you still are a patron of ours, please do remember that we'll read your name out at the end of the show. So if you want to change it to something terrible, go right ahead. Like, for instance, um, something Team Fortress 2 related or 12 related. Or how there are 12 classes in Team Fortress 2. Are there 12? No, there's no, 10, there's, right? There's, there's, no. there's nine, aren't there's there? There's nine. There's, there's nine. nine. Oh, right. I, I I remember now. Zero is assigning you a random class. Plus three is 12. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Man, them good old days. Back when I had to use Juno dial-up internet and I could only click on certain parts of the screen to play TFC. Because if I click too high and left, it would click on the ad banner and take me out of the game. Hmm, rough. <laughs> Why was there an ad banner in your game? Because Juno is one of those, quote, free dial-up services that ran on sponsored ads. And the ads were, like, always perpetually top window. So even while playing Team Fortress Classic, 
The ad was like there, but not there. It kept flickering whenever you moved the mouse around. Old people suck. Okay, that's irrelevant, but sure. David, you're a resident TF2 person, so you go first. All right, can I have a link? It's, it's in the it literally in the place. It's in the place it always is. <sighs> I can't believe you would make me go sifting for staff chat. There's, there's your first drink. Drink your frigs, good size, ex- excellent story collection of good original stories. Wait, before we get started, what's everyone drinking? Uh, curate LaCroix. I am drinking Hakusuru Draft Sake. Ooh, that sounds good. Twelve. Twelve. Is that an actual alcohol? The only alcohol I can remember that has a number in it is Four Loco, which I'm sure is banned in Japan because of the number four. I really think you underestimate what is allowed in Japan. What is allowed in Japan? Tell me. I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. It could have changed <laughs> since I left. <laughs> I'm drinking Sortilash. Hmm. You bastard. I know. My name's Sean. I drink pancakes. Didn't he offer to send some to you? I can't send it through the mail. Anyways, I'm not drinking tonight because I got my COVID booster this morning. Uh, My name's Steve. I think about people and that's why I get the vaccine. Yes, I do. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. And if you qualify to get a booster shot, get it. In fact, if you're listening to our show and you're an anti-vaxxer, turn this off and delete it. Yeah, stop listening to my show. Yeah. yeah. But also, if you could, um... If you could, if you could go ahead and get vaxxed, that'd be great. No, if you could, like, send me $500 that you were gonna send to Donald Trump, I would actually appreciate yeah, it more. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. All right, so remember how back in, like, fucking 2016 or whatever, I made the joke of voting Republican? You know what? Guess what? We're starting a new campaign. We are going to fund Wink the Donald wink and make sure that he gets reelected wink and we're not definitely going to take your money and go live in a compound in Wyoming or some shit. I thought we were just going to live in a compound in Reisterstown. Did you hear the fucking Tennessee MAGA gun church is buying land in order to start a compound? Oh boy. We just need to start a gun religion and we will get money. Do we want to do that? We can do that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I have a gun. A single gun. <laughs> I can get guns. David's got a gun. We're halfway there. I've got a gun. <laughs> Wait a minute. Logan also has a gun. We're two halves of the way there. What kind of gun you got, Logan? A shoddy. Oh, a shoddy with a body? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> single barrel? Double barrel? Single barrel, of course. Big beefy boy? It's for range shooting. Oh, yeah, okay. that's nice. I have a six-hour P226 uh, police service arm that my grandfather gave me. AR-15 worshipping MAGA group purchases a 130-acre holy retreat in Tennessee. Man, they didn't even pick a good state. No, they didn't. But didn't you hear that Tennessee's favorite Pornhub term is... Was it Kevin... Who, who's the guy who played Paul Blart Mall Cop? Kevin James? Yeah, oh, Kevin okay, James. No, that, that, no, you're fucking oh, kidding I'm me. not fucking kidding. It was trending on Twitter earlier today. The internet is baffled that Kevin James is one of the most common searches on Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> oh, the common searches by state. Hold on. I'll put this right in the fan fiction episode talk. You got a lot. You got MILF, lesbian, Asian, threesome. Yeah, we love MILFs here in this state. MILF and cheese. Wait a minute. I see a couple outliers. I see goth hospital, droopy balls, Kevin James. I really wish Maryland was goth hospital. Yeah, me too, kind of. Does Florida say boats? Yes. Boats. Why is this fl- because like the gun church, this state worships Jimmy Buffett. 
But of course, freaking North Carolina has stepsister. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> Are, they can't be the only one who have stepsister. Also, there's my guns in the chat. Wait a minute. Is that Michigan that says racist? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Right? <laughs> oh, wait, no, there's another one that says stepsister. I, it, is that Delaware? No, De- that's Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. Delaware is the one that says skin. Guys, guys, come on. Stepsister is one of the most common porn. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, stepsister son, you've fallen into the dryer or whatever the <laughs> yeah. fantasy is for this bullshit. What are you doing? Please help me out. No, literally, literally, I have seen ones that are, you have fallen into the dryer and for some reason cannot get out. I know. That's why I'm making fun of them, because oh, good no, God. Oh, no, Bessie Chan, you seem to have exploded the entire bag of confectioner sugar all over your supple frame, and now it is raining, so it is turning into a cream substance. Here, let me help you. What the fuck? <laughs> water and confectioner sugar does not turn into cream. No, it turns into sugary water. <sighs> what the hell is that thing we used to make in science class with corn syrup? Is it oobleck? Ramenade? No, no, no corn. Damn. Yes, oobleck. <laughs> well, I mean, ramenade is basically a type of oobleck. <laughs> Certainly goes down the same way. No, it doesn't. If you distill science down enough, everything can be ramenade. It's true. Mm. All right, go back to reading, Dave. I haven't even started, bro. Huh. Generic American white late teen... Late? Yeah, late teenaged girl smirked, sitting pretzel-legged on her bed with her laptop on Tumblr in her room and is liberally adorned with Christmas lights. Oh, God. What? So some team called Red is hiring, they say, and they need a male. Oh, uh, some team called Red Team is hiring, and they need a male. But... Wait... Okay, but I am not a male, but who cares? She got off the bed and went downstairs. I am not a male. That's what I said. You said, but I am. (laughs) But. (laughs) I'm not male, but who cares? She got off the bed and went downstairs. Hi, mom, she said in a cute girl next doorway. Then she remembered her parents who had died in a tragic motorcycle accident 17 years ago, right? After she was born, very tragic. (laughs) What the fuck? fuck (laughs) this is already going places i see that does this check out is this the backstory of miss pauline i uh you know i don't think they've actually unveiled her backstory so i don't know what about her backside oh there is absolutely like a boatload of sfm miss pauline porn of course there is all right i'm gonna go look that up all right good stuff and it's all like a bad motioning of her sucking oh, it's a dick. fucking Gary's every, every, mod porn. Yeah, like every every bit of it. Anyway, very tragic and bloody accident that scarred her for life, but also left her cool, tough, and sensitive. Oh, my mom and dad is dead, I guess. Oops. Wait, no. Oh, I, re- I read the next sentence first. Oh, my mom is dead. I'm, my mom is dead. My mom and dad is dead. Oops. She said cutely and sexily. I guess I'll apply for red now. Bye, Grandma. Unfortunately, Grandma had died in the motorcycle accident, too. But she was the one driving it. Stupid fucking Grandma. What was the hell she was doing driving a motorcycle on the freeway with three people on it? I'm beginning to think this girl has Alzheimer's. At any rate, no editorializing your own story. You don't get to do that. (laughs) At any rate, she went to the place to meet up with Miss Pauline. All right, so it's not Miss Pauline's tragic backstory. Oh, okay. Uh, You know the place we wanted a man 
Miss Pauline said plainly and stupidly because she's plain and stupid and gets in the way. Hey. Well. Whatever. Welcome aboard. Shaking the girl's <laughs> small, dainty, and cute hand. Haha, thanks. Teenage girl said, her long, silky auburn hair flowing awesomely through the wind. I love your hair. Miss Pauline whimpered lesbianly, <laughs> running her jealously grubby hand through the girl or through girl's amazing hair. Haha, thanks. Whipping out her iPhone 6 and Instagramming a selfie with Miss Pauline, putting a caption, Besties! Space exclamation point. Reverse yeah. smiley face, followed by 18 emojis as they walked towards the bus that would take them to Red Base. To the Red Base. The Red Base. X's and X's. Wow, way to date this story. Does anyone have an iPhone charger? Girl asked cutely. Thousands of Instagram likes com- and comments piling on her or began piling on her selfie with Miss Pauline as she walked onto the team into the team common room, pissed off at the fucking shitty battery life her plebeian of her on her plebeian phone. Moral of the story: Samsung Galaxy Master Race, bitches. What? <laughs> Excuse me. What the bloody hell is an on? What the bloody hell is an orphan? iPhone. He's not saying orphan. He's saying iPhone. Yeah, an okay. iPhone. Yeah, I get it. iPhone. <laughs> what the bloody hell is an iPhone? When you like to know, sniper man. <laughs> sniper asked Australianly, looking up from the TV. He stopped in his tracks, taken by her absolute beauty and grace. A who? A who? Dang diddly! A uh, who? Dang dong diddly! What now? <laughs> oh, oh, that's engineer. Like, a who? Dang diddly dong! What now? Engineer asked stupidly because he's from the South. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm called out because I have outgrown my uh, Southern roots. Or at least I've tried to anyway. I don't, I don't know. Logan, would you say you're impartial here? You didn't know me. I don't know anyone, and I am very impartial. I'm going to say that's as close to a yes as you're going to get, Dave. That's fine, then. Uh, (laughs) He looked up, and his goggleless eyes were instantly enamored with the sight of the beautiful young woman in front of him. Yeah? She giggled a little. All right. Lil. She giggled a little. An iPhone. It's a cellular telephone, which is a phone that can make and receive telephone calls over a radio link while moving around a wide geographic area. What is she, the fucking Verizon guy? Can you hear me now? No? Well, hold on. How about now? Uh, no. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. It does so by connecting to cellular network provided by a mobile phone operator, allowing access to the public telephone network, she said intelligently. Mmm, Engineer stammered, nervously intimidated by her intelligence and beauty while attacking, or uh, attacking, <laughs> while sticking his gloved hand out. Uh-huh, engineer, uh, I like technology. I mean, to be fair, magic does exist in the TF2 universe, so. Does it? Yes. Yeah, Marasmus. I don't know what that is. That's a Halloween event. Soldier keeps uh, taunting him by, so it, like he knows Gandalf by name or something like that, because <laughs> that's the only wizard he actually knows. Oh, and he calls to like Frumpy Baggins. <laughs> All right, that's a new Steam name, Frumpy Baggins. And the Bombonomicon. No, oh, the Bombonomicon. Yeah, that stole Demo Man's eye. What? Yeah, there's an evil book called the Bombonomicon that stole the Demo Man's eye. In a, like, horrific Faustian ritual. Apparently, there's a lot of lore to dig through. Yes. Yeah, and the comics are actually really good. There is this one amazing moment where the spy is revealed to be the scout's dad. And he does so by pretending he's actually Tom Jones because his mom told him that Tom Jones was his dad. 
It's very sad because the scout dies immediately after it. All right, so why does the first comic have uh, a naked man's ass on it? Oh, wait, that's like the latest comic. Okay, so which comic do I have to start with? Uh, the one at the bottom of the list. The Saxton series? Yeah. Okay. Damn, from 2009, OCAD era. Yeah, it's good shit, man. All right, well, I, I will go ahead and take Are a look at it. Is he done? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't think you finished the last sentence. Yeah, yeah, I did. I said, uh, and and I'm an engineer. I like technology. All right, next up is Logan. Sure. Ah, what the hell was that? She said silkily, saucily handling over the iPhone. His face lit up like the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, which is a worldwide symbol of the holidays in New York City. The 2014 Rockefeller Center Christmas tree will be lit for the first time on Wednesday, December 3rd, with live performances from 7 to 9 p.m. Wait, 7 of 9 p.m.? Like, <laughs> 7 and 7 to 9 p.m. From s- 7 of no, 9 not p.m. Like yeah. 7 from of 9. Star Trek. 7 to 9, not 7 yeah. of 9. No. Like of the bad Star Trek series Voyager. All right, so I'll disagree. I rewatched Voyager fairly recently, and it's not nearly as bad as people give it crap for. Thank you, somebody who agrees with me. Oh no, I don't think it's nearly as bad as people give it crap for. But I have also rewatched it recently because pandemic does strange things to you. It's not good. Like there are episodes that are definitely very bad. Yeah, okay, the episode with the macro virus and the episode where Tom Paris turns into that future being and has sex with Janeway, right? Well, that one was pretty bad, but, like, even even the best episodes come nowhere close to, like, the best episodes of DS9 and TNG. I don't know, man. The episode with uh, Captain Doctor is a joy, and then literally every episode that has the uh, 1950s sci-fi serial in it are, are the best. Dr. Chaotica. I, w- I would say, in fact, only the episodes that are centered on uh, the Doctor are the best ones. I would agree with that sentiment. What about Tuvix, Logs? Do you remember Tuvix? I, I, I do remember Tuvix. Do you remember how Catherine Janeway executed Tuvix? I, I do remember how Catherine Janeway executed a new life form going against all the things that Starfleet believes in. The Pride Directive? Yeah. Anyway, we have fun on this show. 7 to 9 p.m. at Rockefeller Plaza between West 48th and West 51st Streets and 5th and 6th Avenue. Tens of thousands will... I'm very upset about this, and I'm going to make Logan read Voyager fan fiction now. I'd rather read DS9 fan fiction. I still control what we read. Uh, no, you don't. But technically, it's a committee that does. There's no you just, committee. There's you just the chair the committee. We allow you to have the illusion of power. Right. Because it serves the purposes of the Council of Three better. Yes. Tens of thousands will crowd the sidewalks for the event, and hundreds of millions will watch it live across the globe. I don't think hundreds of millions have ever watched it. No, it said right here, hundreds of millions. I trust the story. Hundreds of millions watch the Super Bowl. Hundreds of millions do not watch a tree light up every year. Even the Super Bowl doesn't hit 100 million viewers. I know. Like, like it got close. 2021 got 96.4 million. The tree will remain lit and can be viewed until 8 p.m. on January 7th, 2015. Ah, another person that leaves their Christmas decorations up too long. Who there breathed heavily, heavy, dumbly? Who there breathed heavy, dumbly? Looking up from his kindergarten level picture book. 
Misha. She laughed, hands over her mouth in shock. Did you say Misha or Misa? Misa! <laughs> That's Heavy's real name is Misha. Okay. Raven Ebony Applezoic Petunia the Third. He cried happily, wrapping her in a bone-crushing hug. Luckily, she drank a lot of milk as a child and had strong bones. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Excuse me? Who is this? Medic asked jealously when he lowered his glasses and nearly came at the sight of the blessed heavenly beauty in front of him. But he hid it well because he was definitely used... He definitely used to be a gay Nazi and was used to hiding things. I say he was a gay Nazi as a shallow attempt at characterizing the medic, and also because I don't know anything about the Third Reich. Read a book. <laughs> Read a book. Read a Read book. A book. Read, a Read a motherfucking mother. book. My cousin! Heavily laughed uproariously, <laughs> slapping his knee. I uh, slaps on knee. Cousin, let us go bowling! <laughs> cousin. <laughs> Not now, Roman. She laughed in a Eastern European hitman-like manner. The scouts nervously swaggered up to her. Ah, 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 ah. Do you have a boyfriend? Hey, you got a boyfriend? Do you has? Do you has a boyfriend? Do you has a boyfriend? Why is he a cat from Boston? Because cats don't dance. That's true. They don't. But there's no cats in America. There is no, there cats, no cats in, in America. America. <laughs> Scout asked shyly but hotly. Mm, no. She said with a shy and coy smirk, What makes you so confident to think you have a chance with the likes of me? She I got said, some chicken here. You want to do it? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's not my line. That comes from the expression or expiration date uh, video from Team Fortress 2. He's trying to ask Miss Pauline out on a date. I got some chicken. You want to do it? But the only person who has experience with women is Spy. So he's like, uh, can you help me get a date with Miss Pauline? He's like, seduce me. And, uh... I am not one of your fried chicken tramps. And then the, the camera, like, hard pans to him in a chicken joint. It's like, I got some chicken here. You want to do it? And she goes, okay. Wait a minute. Is this an official video? Yes. yes this is a real official video. That, that's the video where Miss Pauline was introduced. Yeah. You're also talking to somebody who literally has only ever played the game and has only ever played the game at the behest of their friends who are taller than them. Yeah, you're right, Dave. We need to remember that Steve-O is negative levels of being online. True. Right, exactly. I have to send out carrier pigeons and, you know, Pony Express in order to get my weather updates. Why aren't my packets here yet? The pigeons are awfully Where late. Where are my packets? <laughs> I'm having so much packet loss. I have to go check my cup on a string and see why it's not relaying my messages back to me. Pouting her lips a little bit and giving him a saucy and cute come-hither look. The Scout dud, at a loss for words. Who needs Miss Pauling when you have Raven Ebony Apple Zoe Petunia Third? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The demo man looked up from his bottle of alcohol and said nothing because he is too deeply in love with Raven. And that's my excuse for not writing about the demo man. In reality, nobody gives a shit about him. Fair point uh, as far as writing goes. Well done. Maggots, this is a girl. Girl can't fight. <laughs> Soldier screamed so loud he tore his own vocal cords. His own stupid vocal cords. <laughs> pyro said, People think the pyro is like a cute inanimate object but they don't actually care about it. So I'm just going to conveniently leave it out and refer to it as an it. Write your own dialogue here. 
<laughs> and the pages provided, said the spy sexily, and silently, <laughs> lazily blowing smoke out through his nostrils like a nicotine-addicted French lizard. <laughs> you know, I ain't even mad with that. That's pretty good. It's a pretty good description of the spy. He made sultry, hot eye contact with Raven, but said nothing. Well, guys, thanks for welcoming me off to my room. Raven giggled amidst the commotion, brushing her long, silky chestnut hair behind her cute, small ear. I thought it was raven-colored hair. No, her name is Raven. Ah. Uh, no, she had seven ears. Oh, that too. <laughs> what is it you are doing here? Spy asked suddenly and mysteriously, what glaring What is it you are doing here? She turned around dramatically. I'm the tenth class, she said with a friendly, happy smile. Angsty teen, my favorite class. And that would that be? He asked fiercely, blowing a random smoke cloud in the shape of the Eiffel Tower. Civilian? Because that's what the class was in Team Fortress Classic. Oh, because her parents died the 10th class's orphan. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, isn't that a class in Dark Souls? No, you're thinking of the waste of skin. Ah. I just looked up orphan class. Thank you for guide to pharmacology.org. I can learn about class A orphans around G protein coupled receptors. The fuck? Great. Exactly. Science is weird. The random. She smiled epically, holding up her uniform. With that, she left her for her room as the entire living room stood there in stunned silence. All right. Next up is me. X, 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 X. I'm going to stop that now. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> hada ha, Pyro said. Hada hada ha. Pyro said as it cooked dinner in the kitchen for the mercenaries in the dining room. You'd think Red would fucking be able to afford a cook or two. But no. Pyro always cooked because who gives a shit about the Pyro? I, I do. I mean Pyro. <laughs> Hi, guys! Raven said brightly, appearing in the dining room in her new uniform. The entire room stopped talking to look at her silently, taking in her ethereal, blessed beauty. On her graceful head sat a cute cholo with a question mark knitted into it. Her gorgeous amber hair. I thought it was chestnut. Yeah, auburn. But it says amber. Also, stop changing things. Okay. (laughs) That is you, right? Oh, I'm not changing. I don't have the ability to change things. Yes, you do. Oh, it's you, Sean. I see. It's your cursor. Cholo's a type of hat. It's a knit hat. Also, isn't cholo a slang in Spanish? I think that might be true, too. Flowing from underneath, she wore light, beautiful, youthful, natural makeup that accentuated her beautiful facial features. Her flawless, slender, curvy body and pale, blemish-free skin were compression... No, were complemented with a red, form-fitting, athletic Nike... With the trademark symbol shirt paired with black Nike or the trademark symbol spandex compression shorts on the sleeves of her shirt were yellow and circling question marks around her neck was a dog tag. If you're listening to this at home, draw this out and send us the picture. Friday night fanfic at gmail.com was a dog tag necklace with the names of her dead parents and dead grandma. (laughs) Ah, yes. Dad and mom and grandma. Motorcycle enthusiast. (laughs) She wore long, cutely patterned, mismatched red knee-high socks with cool red high-top Chuck Taylor Converse TM sneakers. I used to have a pair of high-top Converses. 
Those are the most uncomfortable shoes in the history of existence. They absolutely are, but you know what? They fucking rule they cool. when it comes to skateboarding. If by rule you mean they're good at breaking your ankles while you're skateboarding. I don't I don't know how you skateboard, but that's not how I skateboard. Vans that were way more comfortable for skateboarding. Yeah, vans are way more comfortable. You are correct. I will not I will not argue that. And they give much better ankle support. Do you remember when they sold like soaps? Fucking soaps are stupid. What the fuck are soaps? They were regular shoes with grindy plates in the middle. They made no sense. Oh. Why would you use them? You can't build up enough momentum to use them normally unless you are falling straight down. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Woo! They were really capitalizing on that Sonic Adventure money. I imagine those actually were probably used mostly in the parkour crowd. Uh, no, they were mostly used in the skating crowd so you could slide down a rail and look kind of cool while you do it. Yeah, but like an actual people who could use them properly would be parkour people who are building up enough speed to grind on rails. The problem is his vans are terrible for running in. They're miserable. Oh, yeah, I did that in Air Force. That was fun. They are absolutely miserable. Like, they're very comfy for skateboarding because of the cushioning, but you try to walk in them, and you're going to develop arch problems and or lower back problems. That might explain Dave's issues. I don't know. I think the only shoe that's meant for running is boots. Oh, I also ran in boots, too. Like, running don't get me boots wrong. Are great. <laughs> no. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no. I do it all the time. I mean, yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Running is only good in steel-toed boots. They don't need to be still. You, you, you'll you'll feel like you got to go get some bacon and eggs afterwards. <laughs> mm, I could go for that. Anyways, back to the description. Yeah, Steve, order us all Denny's. Yeah, uh, Steve. have it delivered. No, there's no Denny's in my place anymore. <laughs> I have Fogo to Chow delivered in my place. Well, I'm gonna order slams based off of the state you're currently in. So, Dave, you get the boat slam. Uh, Logan, uh, you get the milf slam. Uh, no, I get yeah, I get the milf slam. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the crab slamming. The slam sounds awesome. <laughs> we need to find Canada's Pornhub search history. Uh, whiskey slam. Bear slam. <laughs> Moose Ice. slam. Snow. Listen, we, we got we got to show the other side of the spectrum, man. We got to have a, a bear man slam, all right? Bear man slam. If you ever, whenever you bring back slam fiction, the bear man slam has to be a title event. That's just Sean's special move, <laughs> the bear man slam. <laughs> I'm very excited for when we're able to get together in person and fulfill the prophecy of doing shirtless nugget derby. Shirtless nugget derby sounds like it'll be a good time. Get ready, folks. It's coming to pay-per-view. Shirtless <laughs> nugget derby? We're going to headline an AEW show with it. Someone want to tell me what shirtless nugget derby is? Oh, Steve, give it to him. Yeah, all right. So I posted a tweet the other day. A series of events took place that resulted in Xavier being shirtless eating chicken nuggets, watching Demolition Derby. Okay, that sounds pretty normal. To which, if you need to condense it into three words for description, results in shirtless nugget derby. So I think the shirtless nugget derby should be us at a panel being shirtless and then seeing who can eat the most chicken nuggets in a minute. That's a good one. My alternatives are all of us are shirtless and the last person to be conscious wins. Okay. No. But we're still eating nuggets. Is this still a nugget-eating competition, or can this come to blows? It is, that is still a nugget-eating competition, but the other alternative is that we're shirtless, but inside those gargantuan hamster balls, and we have chicken nuggets rolling around in them, and we have to bang into each other. I do not want chicken nuggets touching <laughs> my feet. 
<laughs> yeah, I kind of don't either, I'll be honest. <laughs> Chicken nuggets touching feet. I did not count on that being the rejection. Think about it. Why would we want that? Why would anyone want that? Is that something you want? I wouldn't want chicken nuggets touching my, like, my dongus. Or, like, my eyeballs. Feet? I could care a little less about. You're a freak. Yeah, you're weird, you man. Chicken nuggets <laughs> touching your feet, man? That's fucking fucked up. No, I, the nuggets are not touching my feet because I'm only shirtless. I'm still wearing my Chuck Taylor Converse. Oh, that's the other thing. We all have to get Chuck Taylor Converse's for those. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I feel like my fucking ankle's gonna snap in half just thinking about it. That's right. That's- there needs to be some sort of risk. Part of the fun. Yeah, it's got to be risky, man. <laughs> What's a good sporting event without uh, the risk of obliterating all of the tendons in your leg? <laughs> per her dress code, she wore two black sweatbands around her... Wa- I was going to say waists, but then I read back. Wrists. One with an Apple TM logo and one with a picture of Al Gore TM's face for good luck. Why is Al Gore trademark? <laughs> Is there an Al Gore corporation? <laughs> it's not even Al Gore. Is it like the condensed Al Gore? It's just his last name is the trademark thing. So Gore is trademarked. I, I guess. All right. Wugmugumph, you look beautiful, Scout. What? Wugmugumph, you look beautiful. Was he doing an impression of uh, the Aku Aku mask from Crash Bandicoot? W H U G M G O M. No. When I think of the Aku Aku mask, I think it's like Hunamagat, as opposed to Wugamumph. <laughs> I mean, it's really up to interpretation. They're, they're close. <laughs> Depending on your accent, one can sound like the other. Yeah. You you look boutful. Scout spluttered, spewing his verbal diarrhea everywhere. Embarrass yourself, Limor. Why do you not? Spy rolled his eyes frenchly. Little did Scout know that Spy was equally enamored with her sheer classic beauty. I don't think Chuck Taylor Converse count as classic beauty. Are you kidding me? The elegance of the Chuck Taylor Converse. <laughs> I need to find the most expensive pair. It's probably on that fucking website that puts diamonds on everything. Dude, all right. So real talk, there's some initial D uh, Chuck Taylor looking uh, shoes. I really want them. And they're only like $90. All right, Pornhub's most searched relative terms in Canada. Tickling hentai Eskimo Asian cream pie cartoon. Native Indian. (laughs) In Quebec, it's just Quebec. Quebec. (laughs) Quebec. Of course, it's just Quebec. The separatists. We only want Quebec one. We will only whack on me to the Quebec plateau. Newfoundland is lesbian and then... (laughs) Down at the bottom of Quebec. New Brunswick is smoking. Uh, Nova smoking Scotia face is... sitting in bondage. Bondage is PEI, yeah. Wait, who's got face sitting? Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Uh, they, they would have that. That's where all the good locks comes from. Oh, I was going to say, isn't that how they keep warm? <laughs> so, wait, is that friggin', um, what's it called? What's the, the desert version of the wasteland province? Uh, Nunavut. Is Nunavut the Eskimo one? Yes. Okay, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Also, Eskimo is not a good term. It's supposed to be Inuit. Yeah, but they're searching it on fucking Pornhub. They're not gonna say the nice thing. Yeah. Because there's only seven people in the entirety of Nunavut, I think it's the polar bears looking up what people look like 
And please, Devo, there's 12. They, oh, there's 12? <laughs> when did they upgrade? Which family moved to Nunavut? No, they had a kid. Well, they used to be 24, and then they split into two territories. <laughs> uh, all right. I live in cream pie, apparently. <laughs> That's the episode title. I live yeah. in cream pie. That's the episode title. <laughs> I have to write that down. Thank you very much. <laughs> Include the apparently. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, I live in cream <laughs> pie. Back to the, what is it? The classic, uh, yeah, classic beauty and had already vowed to make her his. Maggots, that is a woman. We cannot have a maggot female on the maggot team. I am a men's rights activist. Oh. Never snip that. And this is bad <laughs> news. He's, but that's the thing, like, lore-wise, he actually isn't. He's, like, super cool with female com- combatants. Oh, if you're talking about soldier, that's great, because this is Solider. Oh, ah, his evil brother, right, right. <laughs> the one that was cloned from part of his arm. Right, one of his weird arm hairs. Solider mouth because he ripped his vocal cords earlier due to his own idiocy. Nobody heard him and nobody cared about his stupid and valid opinions. You look gorgeous. Sniper said, that's the only accent I can freaking do. Sniper said, it's a French accent. It's not no, hard. No, that's Sniper. Oh, okay. You look gorgeous. You look gorgeous. Sniper said in a huskily smooth Australian outback way. Getting up and wrapping his wiry arms of five counties around her from behind. Turn your neck stump into rain, mate. <laughs> she giggled as she inhaled his heady scent of dirt and piss. Got a forehead on you like a billboard, mate. <laughs> but the other team members were not so amused. Get tiny, stupid baby hands off of cousin. I mean, he does roared. have tiny, stupid baby hands. That's true. <laughs> Angrily shattering a window with his meaty ham fist. Uh, okay, sorry, mate. Sniper said, his tiny hands thrown in the air defensively. <laughs> Called Pyro from the kitchen. Mm, heck yeah, can't wait for Pyro's down-home style corn braid and grits. Just lacks my mama used to makes. Engineer chuckled, sucking his thumb and anti- What? Does he do that? Yeah, sure. Sure, why he not? He sucks his thumb? Yeah, whatever. Who? Homer. Engineer. Uh, probably. Uh, engineers. He goes, hey! And then he sucks his thumb. Sucked his thumb in anticipation. <laughs> Pyro said proudly, emerging from the kitchen in a full formal chef's uniform and placing the freshly baked cornbread loaf on the table. Pyro was wearing oven mitts, even though its gloves were already fucking fireproof. It doesn't matter because oven mitts are cute and the pyro always has to be cute because I can't characterize the pyro as anything other than cute. I mean, they're not wrong. No. Until you start the W mouse wanting and that's when terror begins. (laughs) All right, Sean, you're up. Comrade! Yelled engineer savagely as he almost... Can I get another take of that real fast? Oh, yeah, sure. Twelve. How's that? That's that's good. Yelled engineer savagely as he almost gave himself a stroke. He instantly began viciously chewing up the hot, sweet cornbread from the baking dish and shoveling it into his huge, salivating mouth. Texas style. I thought Texas style was sucking on your thumb in anticipation. I mean, it does that, too. (laughs) 
We do a lot of things in Texas that are just downright weird. Dave, when I went with you and Judy to go visit your grandparents, not a single person in Texas was sucking their thumb, and now I feel ripped off. Yeah, not in Crandall, but over in, like, you know, Mesquite. <laughs> the town made entirely out of a single tree. That's probably one of the legends or some shit, I don't know. There's more trees than Saskatchewan has. There are no trees in Saskatchewan. There are no trees in Saskatchewan. <laughs> there are no trees in Saskatchewan. There are no trees in Saskatchewan. Damn it, it worked! Eventually, he stopped trying that and just mashed his entire face into the cornbread plate like the fucking wild, uncivilized Texan animal he really was. I mean, that's also how we eat cornbread, so... Yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about what happened to that visit to Bucky's. Got that super amazing delicious friggin jerky and then that other stuff that i bought that i left at your place yeah it's still here <laughs> no it isn't no yeah i'm not eating it <laughs> you're gonna give it to me two years out of expiration it'll probably still be good It'd be like the sub that homer saved oh no wait my bun just said she threw it away so you're good ah thank you judy savior uh, judy says no you're safe I'm going to go back to Bucky's, though. I am going to Texas next week. Well, no, next next week. And I will get you a, a replacement, if you please. I will send you a, an itemized list of Bucky's I would like for you to abscond for me. We are going to get some jerky, though. Mm-mm. Please continue, Sean. His hard hat fell off his head and rolled onto the floor as he made, a, made loud, feral grunts and violently lapped up every molecule of cornbread he could. It's like, it's the faster Mitch McConnell munch. Oh, no. Why did you have to bring that back? The joke that happened right before the season started. I didn't want to bring that here. Well, it's now back in the world, so... I would like to point out that in the middle of the workday, like 1130... I am over at a neighbor's house spending my lunch break looking at this amazing dollhouse, which I will tell more about on another episode. And I get a call, and I see that it's from David. David, first of all, rarely calls me. And when he does call me, it's usually for an emergency. Correct. So I pick up the phone, and I say, David, what's up? And I just hear, no, 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 no. Um, and he's just doing the fucking Mitch McConnell slow lettuce <laughs> eating from the night before. Uh, did you record that? What, the, the phone conversation? Yes, but also the previous thing. The thing he's he was referencing. No, no, it was a meeting. Yeah, I know it was a meeting. I was hoping that Steve I, captured I, it. What, do you think I record stuff behind y'all's guys' back? Yes, I do. Yes. I stopped doing that in season two. Aw. When the power of attorney kicked in. Now we can see when he's recording with Craig and Giark. Ah, so that's what it is. The now recording constitutes a verbal contract. No, wait, does it? I don't know, probably. probably. Sure, why not? Do. I don't know, I'm not a legalese. Anyways, Dave, do the noise again so that we can recreate the recording. That was a big piece of lettuce there. 
Those of you who are listening live, please say in the fan fiction and episode talk channel uh, exactly how turned on you are by David's Mitch McConnell lettuce ASMR. Yeah, now just imagine Mitch McConnell sitting there eating a big piece of lettuce with his jowls all flapping about going, oh, oh. And his this is turtly beak. This is his reward for blinking today. Minus 10 out of 10. Minus 24 on a scale of 1 to 10. (laughs) 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 Okay. Well, while the results pour in, Sean, go back to it. Oh, Raven giggled cutely and gently rubbed the engineer's back in a fun-loving way. (laughs) We have a please to stop. (laughs) He suddenly stopped and looked up. (laughs) Any out of ten. (laughs) Bits of the spongy yellow cornbread slowly falling off his face. And onto the table. Crumbs splashing about. As he stared at the apple of his eye. Rose says 10 out of 10 sounds like me sucking dick so I can't diss it. (laughs) 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 And Lax says a solid 5 out of 10. (laughs) The Mitch McConnell noise is the next generation. What is it? Grapefruit technique? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Oops, he said embarrassedly. Bits of moist, <laughs> spit-coated cornbread flying out of his mouth and hitting Raven in the face. She giggled again as he blushed. Oh, it's okay, she assured with a perfect smile, wiping the crumbs off her smooth cheek and whipping out her iPhone 6 and Instagramming the cornbread carcass on the table. I thought all the molecules were gone. What is it, author? I'm sorry. A few more comments. Sunny says negative 10 out of 10, followed up with a negative 12 out of 10. And Rose says there is nothing next gen about Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Uh, Someone sure was hungry. Colin D. She put it as her caption, followed by 23 slightly related emojis. I hope that was going to be followed by 23 skidoo. <laughs> 24. 25. Unprecedented 25 skidoos. <laughs> it's a Guinness world record. Instantly, the likes and comments poured in. How'd you get so many likes and comments on Instagram? Scout asked. In- Bot farm. Ah. <laughs> Scout asked an impressed. Wait, wait. We can, we can tie this in with the actual TF2 lore since there are robots. It's all the machines. Beep boop. Scout asked in an impressed and fascinated way, digging into his freshly served dinner along with everyone else. As he sat next to Raven, absolutely nobody touched the cornbread. Uh, I don't know, she shrugged modestly. I mean, I really don't. I'm not all that pretty or smart. My parents died right after I was born, so I raised myself pretty much, she sighed. Okay, Uh uh-huh. Uh Mm Uh-huh. All right. Normally, I wouldn't call this out, but being a pandemic parent, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Her original name was Mary Sue. God damn it. Ha ha, funny. 
She sighed prettily, eating a small bite of her dinner. Look, Chuck Taylor Converse. A tiny bit of ranch is left on there. Was that cucumber? Lucky day. Oh, oh, it's Swedish chard. Carrot for color. That's amazing. How many followers you got? He asked, suddenly familiar with the concept of social media. Oh, I don't keep count. Ah, come on. It's okay. You can tell me. Oh, just a hundred million or so. Wow. What an influencer. <laughs> mm. I don't know who would follow me or why. Just how is it? How, just how it is. She shrugged with a small, humble smile. Scout dropped his fork in amazement. Whoa, a hundred mil? That's friggin' fucking wicked, eh? <laughs> why is he from Canada? Eh? No, that's Boston. Also, why go with the friggin' if you just follow with the fucking? I don't know. That was a rhetorical question. Nobody need answer that anyway. Oh, good. I was really racking my brain. <laughs> oh, I think I'll do with that. He said, instinctively putting his arm around her. Sparks flew as his arm touched her shoulder. And they instantly met eyes. Fire, fire, fire. Thanks, she said with an adorable smile, tilting her head as her smooth locks fell over her shoulder. Get your stupid baby hand off. Oh, it's okay, Heavy. Raven giggled. Hee hee. He's being nice to me. At this, Heavy growled fiercely but complied, staring at Scout and angrily shoveling food into his fat, Slavic trap. The rest of the dinner was eaten in relative silence, as the team filed out and left left the pyro to do the countless filthy dishes. Scout walked with Raven across the base, carrying her on his shoulders and showing her around. And this is the shower, he said, gesturing to the showers. Thanks, she said, sitting on his shoulders. Because she was so light and cute and happy and beautiful. She sniffed herself and smelled like honey lavender with a hint of jasmine and mint. Nobody smells themselves and smells that stuff. They smell what's underneath. Maybe you do. Ew. I lift my skin off to smell underneath. Yeah, I like to smell the blood. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Ew. I think I need a shower. She said pouting. Ah. Ha ha ha. Well, uh. If yous need a partner, Scout stammered, rubbing the back of his neck. All right, Dave, you're back. Oh, boy. Rubbing the back of his neck. He's like, ah, you know, I just, uh, I really, I really got a guy rubbing, rubbing the back of my neck. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. She giggled coquettishly. Coquettishly? Yeah, it's coquettish. Coquettish, Caucasianly. (laughs) Coquettishly is an actual thing. Sure. It's uh, some fancy word made up by the Brits. No, no doubt. Coquettish, behaving in such a way as to suggest a playful sexual attraction. So, flirty. Just say flirting. No, coquette. Don't need a, th- don't need a th- Why say for flirt that. when you can have an excuse to say cock as part of the word? Yeah. Ah, uh, true. I did not take that into account. <laughs> cock wins again. That's also a good episode title. That is also, that's... A- I prefer the first one. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, 
just coquettishly, gracefully dismounting and gently putting his arm, uh, patting his arm. I could do it myself, silly. Scout's face turned beet red. Ah, uh, ha, ha. Ah, uh, okay. If you say so, have a good show. Uh. Oh, oh, wait, that that wasn't. Okay. All right. You got it <laughs> mixed up. You mixed yeah. up the voices there. Like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, oh, okay. If, if you say so, uh, have a good show. He said Chow-a. awkwardly walking. Shou- have a good shower. Have a good show. <laughs> Thanks. She called out, waving after him like an anime character as her hair flowed in the wind. Oh, God, it's Sarah from Honey Pop 2. No, we don't talk about her. I beat the game, by the way, and there were two more dates with Sarah left. Good job, I guess. Did she still have a smelly pussy? Yes, she did. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was one specifically where she was, like, face-sitting on somebody. I'm just like, no! Does she not shower or something? No. One of her baggage things is that she only showers like once or twice a week. Ah, gross. Well, once is not enough, but like three times is about the amount you should do it. Remember, three times a lady. Hers is very specifically that she showers so little that her body smells real, real bad. So why does she have that baggage? She's like, what the hell is the Japanese thing where they're like forced spray tans and whatnot? Uh, Gengara girl. Gengara. Yeah, that's so. She's also one of those, and she's also a weeb. How can she be a weeb if she's Japanese? But she's not Japanese. Oh, I she's see. not Japanese. I'm a weeb, and I shower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you been to an anime convention? Oh my god! Have you been to a convention? Period. So, does this ever <laughs> get anywhere? What do you mean? I am scrolling through the fic. Not, Not really. really. Okay. <laughs> you thought there was some grand thing to build up to? I thought this might be going somewhere, but... No, it's not going anywhere. Do you want to switch? Do you guys want to read about cars? What kind of car? A Radiator Springs orgy? No. Didn't we already do one of those? <laughs> <laughs> not an orgy. I absolutely do not want to do a cars program. Okay, what about Cuphead? Sure. Uh, as long as we say Mugman. I believe Mugman is one of the characters in there. Well. Yeah, Mugman's on the first sentence. Yeah, hold on. We got this. All right, well, we'll switch to it after me. No, 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 I want you to read it. I don't want to read it. I want, you to, yeah, I want you to read it. To- You're the one that does the good Mugman. Uh, yeah, but... <sighs> there it is. There Fine. You Thank you. <laughs> the story with TF2 ends with the girl taking a shower at the end. Great. What a good sh- good story. You could have picked anything that could have <laughs> happened. Cup of coffee. <laughs> Cup of coffee. By it's C- her. Like, who is it by? Uh, Samina Cindy. Oh, great. All right. It's early in the morning, and Mugman is tiredly making his way down the stairs, still in his pajamas, practically dragging his feet across the floor of the kitchen. He lets out a tired grow and and rubs his eyes when the sunlight poking through the kitchen window hits him in the face. Pooh. <coughs> He trudges toward the counter, eyeing the coffee maker. Boy, does he need some coffee. He feels like at any or like any moment now he's gonna collapse on the floor and go right back to sleep. He takes off his head, terrifying. <laughs> An ability that comes quite in handy sometimes, and puts it in the slot beneath the coffee maker, letting out a lo- letting out a yet loud yawn as his headless body prepares the coffee. As soon as the hot brown liquid starts pouring into his head, he lets out a delighted sigh, his cheeks getting rosy from the pleasant warmth. His body fetches a container from which he takes out a couple of sugar cubes and he gently drops them in his head. He lets out a 
Licking his lip at the sweet taste, he finishes off by adding a bit of creamer, a content smile on his face. Before he can put his head back on, his brother suddenly enters the kitchen. He places his own head on the counter, right next to Muggs. Mind making me some coffee while I go to the bathroom? Cuphead says, eyes still closed and tired. Mugman peeks at his brother's head next to his own. You didn't even say good morning or please. He says in a scolding but still soft tone. Yeah, yeah, morning, please, thank you. Cuphead answers, yawning while speaking. Mugman rolls his eyes but still smiles. This was just the standard behavior of his brother and he was already used to it. Why don't you just... Die! Why don't you just die? Why don't you just die? Why don't you just do it after you've done... uh, Why don't you just do it after you're done with the bathroom? Mugman asks teasingly as he puts his own head back on. To save time! Cuphead answers as if it was totally obvious. Before Mugman can even say anything, his body already dashes away towards the bathroom. Mugman shakes his head, smiling as he watches it leave. You're just going to go to the bathroom blind? Mugman asks, looking down... Life's all about adventure, ain't it? Uh, uh, you're just going to go to the bathroom blind, Mugman asks, looking down at his brother's head, amusement showing on his face. Wait, wait, wait. I'm asking the fellow stand-up peers here. It's late at night. Uh-huh. You got to get up to pee. No, you sit down. Like, do you A, turn on a light and, you know, go knowing you're at least getting partial accuracy? Or do you keep the light off and sit down? I got sonar. I stand up. Same. You stand up in the dark? Yeah. Why do you feel the need to stand up and pee? <laughs> I just do. You don't want to sit down and be comfortable? No. I, I actually, I personally don't find it comfortable to sit down to pee. Give reason. I've gained so much weight lately that the normal position that I sit in is pressing on the bladder to the point where it's difficult to come out. You asked for a reason! But we weren't prepared for it. <laughs> I will still sit if it's like 1 a.m. I will still sit and just like go very slowly. This is a great conversation, Dave. Can you read? Uh, Sure. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, uh, blind peeing standing up in the middle of the dark uh, master race. Here we go. (laughs) God damn it. Look, don't be afraid. If you just if you're not afraid. Okay, you want me to just try it tonight? Are you going to come up here and clean the bathroom if I miss? No, you shouldn't miss. You're too good. You whip out your hog, and then you're like, all right, I know exactly where the bull is, and then you kind of aim it, you let it start slowly, so if it does sound like it's in a perilous position, you can re-aim. I'm worried about any noise potentially waking my child at that point, but sure. He's got to learn somehow, Steve. (laughs) Dave, thank you very much for the encouragement. My life coach, I will absolutely try this tonight and deal with the brunt of my mistake in the morning. All right. Uh, where were we? Uh, yeah, I know the house like the back of my hand. I don't need to see where I'm going. Right as he finishes saying that, Cuphead suppresses a wince, probably from his body knocking into something. Mugman laughs, his shoulders shaking. Man, Cups, you're such a caution sometimes. To which his brother simply grins. Mugman then looks at the empty, uh, at the coffee maker, which is now empty. He lets out an annoyed sigh. Cuphead notices this and feels a little guilty. Then, a cheeky smile grows on his face. You know, if you can't be bothered to prepare more coffee, 
Maybe I could just have some of yours. All right, that's that's Cuphead. Uh, you know, if you can't be bothered to make, uh, prepare more coffee, maybe I could just have some of yours? Cuphead asks, almost smugly. Mugman lifts a brow in the corner of his mouth, pulling into a side smile. You want me to pour some in your head? You need to deliver that line as Chalmers. You want me to pour some in your head? <laughs> he asks, overly sweet. I was thinking more like a few sips, Cuphead says, grinning. Mugman bites his lip, seeing where this is going. He starts pulling at his straw, extending it to reach his brother's face. Say, ah. THX, the audience is listening. Mugman says in a teasing voice, making his brother blush. Cuphead parts his lips, the tip of his tongue just barely poking out. That is definitely not how he would normally sip on a straw. Oh, all right, Logan, you're up. Mugman's straws enters his mouth. He lets out a tiny sound of surprise, or maybe content. He gently starts sucking on it, enjoying the coffee's aroma, maybe even more than he normally would. He gets slightly carried away, closing his eyes and sucking harder gulping the coffee like water in the desert when Mugman pulls away, making him let out a short gasp. Don't drink it all, you goof! Mugman exclaimed, an amused grin on his face. Sorry, Cuphead stutters. He doesn't want to say out loud that he wants his brother back in his mouth. (sighs) Mugman notices his brother breathing a bit weirdly as if he's putting effort into something. Can I have one more sip? Cuphead asks tentatively. Mugman smirks. I don't know. Can you? Can you? He says, resting his head in his hand, his face really close to his brother's. Cuphead rolls his eyes, an almost desperate sounding sigh escaping him. May I have one more sip, please? He asks, enunciating the words. Mugman brings his straw close again. And smiles. Leave some for me, will ya? He says in a strangely sultry voice. Cuphead gulps, feeling his cheeks burning. As soon as the straw is back in, Cuphead immediately sticks his tongue inside of it. Not even drinking anything. Uh-huh. Mugman gasps and bites his lip, instinctively mm. shoving his straw deeper in Cuphead's mouth, wow. making the wow. latter release a short moan. Wow. Uh-huh. He can tell Cuphead isn't even drinking, making his other straw slowly extend. What other straw? Oh. Cuphead swirls his tongue around the straw, eyes closed, Embarrassed to make eye contact. However, he has to open them when Mugman pulls away again. He's shocked to see Mugman's face all rosy, his mouth opened and smiling. <sighs> Golly cups, you look like you could use something more substantial. Oh, yeah. Cuphead replies, uh huh. Uh huh. He says, the undertone of his voice sending a chill down Cuphead's. Non-present spine. 
Mm. Please, he says quietly, his face burning red. Mugman walks away for a moment, coming back with a little stool he places in front of the counter so that when he gets up on it, his pelvis is at the counter's level. I'm gonna fuck this counter. He slowly pulls his brother's head close, looking down at him with half-lidded eyes. Cuphead is making a lot of noises down there. Noise down there. His open mouth letting Stop out. Stop munching on lettuce, McConnell! Quiet, breathy moans. Getting Mugman excited to think about what his body is actually doing. Mugman suddenly gets a burst of excitement <laughs> and energy, and he's wondering if it's from the coffee or from the position of control he has right now. His brother being just a helpless head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Either way, it all goes straight to his groin, and he decides to play with Cuphead a little bit. He pulls his head closer to the edge of the counter, pressing his concealed erection against his little nose. Concealed erection is my OC ah. for Metal Gear Solid. When Cuphead immediately breathes in his scent and lets out a shaky groan. He bites his lip and barely rubs his crotch against his face. You look like you really want something more than coffee, big brother. Mugman says in a breathy voice. Cuphead would not if he could, but instead lets out a quiet shaky. Uh-huh. 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 Eyes still closed in embarrassment. Tell me what you want. Mugman says, biting his lip now, demanding that sounded how empowered he feels. I... Well, I want you, brother. He earns a gentle thrust at his face, as Mugman was more than pleased with that answer. But he's not done yet. Calm. 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 I don't blame him. My turn. You have to be more specific than that, Cuppy. He says in a teasing voice. Cuphead... (laughs) Cuphead bites his lip hard, severing it, unused to being the underdog. When he looks up, he lets out an... Uh, my brain, just based on the fact that we're still living in the pandemic, instead of reading uncontrolled, I read unvaccinated. He lets mm. out an uncontrolled moan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. His brother looks so big, towering over him like this, making him feel so tiny and helpless. Muggsy. He whispers. I'm sorry. Muggsy. He whispers. He wishes he could jump on his brother. <laughs> like a mattress. Boingy, boingy, boingy. <laughs> Immediately switching their roles. He loves seeing mugs under him squirming in pleasure, but now being in his spot may be even worse as he's just ahead. He feels so hot and bothered, feeling like nothing but a dirty little toy at the mercy of his brother. I'm waiting, Mugman says teasingly, slowly rubbing his crotch on his brother's face. <laughs> I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. When the latter looks up again and sees that Mugman has started playing with his own chest, Cuphead lets out a loud, almost angry-sounding mom moan. Sorry. I'm usually not up this late. Please just stick your dick in my mouth and fuck it. Hmm. <laughs> well, all right, then. <laughs> he blurts out, 
His eyes shut tight in pure shame. Gosh, so vulgar, brother. Maybe I should stick some soap in your mouth instead. Mugman giggles, slowly unbuttoning his night coat. Okay. Cuphead watches hungrily as Mugman exposes his chest and belly, discovering he looks even more delicious from this angle. He wishes he could bite on his little pecs, licking and sucking on his sensitive nubs. God damn it, Sean, stop! No. When Mugman finally pulls down his pants, Cuphead starts drooling uncontrollably, his tongue hanging out. I'd like to imagine their groins look like those really tasty cinnamon-like toffee sticks that you use to put in coffee. You know what I'm talking about, right? What the hell are they called? Biscotti? Hmm? No, they're not biscotti. They're like straws, but they're made out of like crunchy pastry. Biscotti. They're the straw version of biscotti. We'll, we'll Paper settle straws. on this. Yeah, they're not. Go. All right, I'm gonna go back to it, and I'll have to look this up. If Val were here tonight, which she's not because she has homework. Sorry, everybody. She would immediately tell me what it is because she loves them. But back to it. His nose overwhelmed by the strong scent of his brother's freshly cleaned member. Golly! You want to suck on your little brother that badly? Ugh, I feel really dirty saying that. <laughs> what would people think? Mugman da, da, says da, da, in a little da, da, voice. Da, da, da. <laughs> Turned on <laughs> by how much... How, by, damn it, by how wrong all this is considered. His cock is already dribbling with pre-cum, and with a mischievous smile, he starts smearing it all over his brother's face, making the latter moan and whine impatiently. Say, uh-huh, Mugman teases, just as earlier, earning him a delicious moan from his brother. Cuphead opens his mouth widely, Mugman's cock easily slipping in after all that teasing. Cuphead licks and swallows every bit of pre-cum he can find, and then sucks hard, craving more. <laughs> you know, let's get a variety. Logan, give me the tongue-lapping thing. Logan? Oh, okay, he dead. David, give me the tongue-lapping thing. Okay, and, and Sean, you give me the moans. Oh, the orphans. Oh, tasty orphans. Mugman slowly loses his cool and controlling behavior as he starts moaning and breathing hard at the feeling of Cuphead's warm and wet mouth around his throbbing dick. Cuphead adds his own muffled moaning to the mix, creating a duet of pleasure. All right, now both of you can do the Mitch McConnell thing. Nom, 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 Cuppy, that feels so good. There was the... There was the Mugman that Cuphead knew and loved. So easy to please and always wanting more. Even though he was still ahead, he felt like he was in control now, swirling his tongue around the warm member in his mouth, licking the little hole... Softly biting the tip every now and then, coaxing a gasp out of Mugman every time. Mugman has started thrusting into his brother's mouth, his needy cock begging for friction. The kitchen echoed with luscious moaning as he humped at a steady pace. All right, now I need moans from you two that I can add an echo to. Ah, uh, 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 <laughs> All right, 
Fine. Again, I will deal as an editor. Professional behavior here. I don't know why they're just a cup. And the fact that they're doing this so close to the open window where anyone could pass by and see them only turns him on even more. Mmm, brother! No, I did not drop one on the floor that was worth $570. You gonna send me a card worth $570? I found some more Pokemon cards that I'm going to get rid of, and one of them is a $570 card. Oh. Which one is it? Gold Star Dark Charizard from, like, the EX Halon Phantom set. Damn, dude. So you can just buy that belt for yourself. I don't gotta get it for you now. I mean, I still have to actually get them to buy the card, so... True. But all in all, it's looking like like a maybe eight to $900 windfall. Nice. Uh, Wooly says, hi, Judy! Wooly says, hi. Hi, Judy. Uh, Sean says, hi. Sonny says, hi. Oh! Sonny says, hi. Judy says hi. <laughs> Mugman says hi. Mugman says hi. <laughs> Brother! Ah! Mugman moaned as the pleasure engulfed his whole body. He kind of wishes his brother had his body right now. He craves his touch so badly, and his own touch just isn't the same. Yeah. Speaking of which, Mugman can tell from Cuphead's desperate muffled moaning that his body is getting close to a climax, wherever it is. And he wishes he could help him get there faster. His train of thought gets lost as his own orgasm starts to sneak up on him. Getting so close so fast so it's just an orgasm going... Dun, 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 dun. No, you have to do it in the blaze. So... Alright, Sean, you're up and since you only get half a page, you get to read the patron list. Okay. To Cuphead's surprise, Mugman suddenly grabs a hold of his head lifting it off the counter and starts forcing it onto his cock, violently thrusting into his face, regaining that dominating control in a heartbeat. Cuphead moans loudly, reaching his orgasm from how hardcore his brother was right now. Mugman, however, isn't quite done, still moving his brother's head so hard and fast that Cuphead has become incredibly dizzy, his vision blurry, and his liquid sloshing so much in his head that some of it is dripping or even flying out. Y- yeah, cup, cuphead. So good. So, ah, oh, good. Cuphead replies, uh-huh. I really like the idea of Cuphead just being very blah about the entire thing. Yeah. A few more thrusts and finally, Megman comes hard, crying so loudly out of pure pleasure and releasing so much fluid in a cuphead's mouth so fast that he simply can't take it all, having a lot of it splash out of his mouth and all over his face. After that, Mugman slowly pulls out, hissing at the uh, stimulation, and with very shaky hands, he places his brother's head back on the counter. Cuphead looks like a mess. Face completely red, covered in sweat, tears, and cum. Breathing breathing hard with his mouth open, drool and cum leaking out of it. This image alone makes Mugman nearly come a second time. And it makes me want to just never look at Rule 34 for Cuphead. Footsteps can be heard, and Mugman nearly has a heart attack. 
but quickly sees it's just his brother's body coming back from its adventure. With a little stain in his pants, he grabs his messy head from the counter and puts it back on, gaze completely unfocused the whole time. Thanks for the coffee, he murmurs. I'm gonna go shower now. He says, waddling away, his clothes sticking to his sweaty body. Mugman lets out a long, content sigh and decides to join his brother. All right, I had to go change my laundry over. Did he fuck his brother? Yes. Yeah. Good to know. Oral Facebook. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> and that's it. I believe that's going to end us for tonight. That was disgusting. Glad we all got to go through that together. Yeah, everybody loves when uh-huh. you suck off your brother. <laughs> Sean, since you got half a page, you get to read all of the patrons and fuck it. At this point, I'm not going to call it out. Just read the smut secretary, general guardians, and the bull gay beneficiaries. Hey, we got to call it out. Oh, okay. I see what's going on here. Uh, so we'll start off with our smut secretaries because that's no, no, no. First start in the off order. with name and tier. Just say name tier. Yeah. Uh, Bosco, smut secretary. Santa Grimnar, smut secretary. Attention deficit party horse. Smut I gotta, secretary. gotta say that this way of announcing it sounds way worse. I agree. Okay, fine. Go back to the normal one. All right. These are the smut secretaries. Bosku. Santa Grimnar. Attention deficit party horse. Nyan Berry Rose. Try I believe again. that's Nyan Binary Rose. Nyan Binary Rose. I like Nyan Berry. Pestilence. And Grass Jagan and William... Oh, he's Sh- going to try. Sh- he's going to try. Sheprinsky? Sheprinsky. Sheprinsky. You came close. It's, uh, yeah. It's Shaggy on the server. <laughs> oh. Well, okay. Uh, time for our general guardians. Angel Bane. Chirpy. The judge, the jury, and the executor. Exagutter. Oh, it is spelled exagutter. The goats who stare at men. <laughs> two-time, two-time world heavyweight champion, Thunder God Matthew J. Disambiguity, discus. I'm only just fizz in the off season. <laughs> 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 and now for our bogey beneficiaries, Cranky Pants McCumbucket. I love that hmm. name. Yep, Terrez, Advent on Wage. Put the Ouya in Stevo's butt, you cowards. <laughs> okay. I really like that name. <laughs> we'll do it. No, I only have one Ouya. Also, I'm not putting what things in my butt. What happened to the other Ouya you had? I didn't have a second Ouya. You definitely Somebody at some point the- had two Ouyas. No, And I no, made I fun th- of you for it. I have two controllers. When was the last time you powered up the Ouya? About a month and a half ago. Why? So that I could set it up to go with the Ouya Savior server so I could still play my games. And it works. And it does work. I'm very happy about this. I can play Get On Top. Oh, boy. And like a 14-year-old version of a SNES emulator. (laughs) It's not good. No, it's not. No. Back to the names, you cowards. Sun for the win, Moonchild extraordinaire. Evan Baumel. Saskatchewan Mesquite Trees and Ms. Brisby are still S-tier fight me. That joke is just never gonna die. And Dump Truck Treg Borchowitz. That's not how you spell Treg. No, no it's, it's not. not. It's not how you spell Treg, but forgiveness is definitely given. All right. 
started off the season pretty strong, and then we put on the Chuck Taylor Converse and <laughs> broke both of our ankles. <laughs> Guests will start in like three weeks. In the meantime, I'm pretty sure Dave is going to play Back for Blood, Logan is going to play Tabletop Simulator, and Sean is going to play with trees out at work. Absolutely. Well, like right now. Yeah, as soon as we're done with this, I'll be going to bed like after this, so... That's fine. No, I meant like in general for the rest of the season. Oh, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Is it not out yet? Yeah. No, it's out. Oh, is it good? It's... it's uh, okay, so... Let's, is it let's, as good as Left 4 Dead?